Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next life. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next life. No one deserves a winner more than Nick fans. I know it's been tough, but. My pledge is we are going to work tirelessly and we are going to build this the right way to bring you a winner. What up, Knicks fans? And what is up, Barry motherfucking D? What is up, Craig? And what is up, Jay? Not much. Okay. Yeah, you still haven't thought of something better to say out of the gate than not much. <laughs> what do you want me to say? I don't something. It's all right. I'm going to go a little easy on you this week because we got a voicemail like this. Hey, this is uh, John from Virginia Beach. Big Knicks fan. Love the podcast. Just got to say, um, you guys are treating Jay kind of like shit here. You're trying to treat him like Frank and Lakina. <laughs> You know, you're not giving, you're putting him in situations that he's not supposed to be in, and you're expecting him to handle himself. You know, you can't do that. You got to pick and choose a spot. He's an elite player. You just got to put him in the right spots, though. I agree. Okay, so he called Jay Edgar Hooper an elite player. Wow, big support for Jay. Who Jay? Who is that? Who I, is that? I don't know anybody who lives in Virginia Beach. Not he's not saying we're not using person. you right. <laughs> he's not a cousin of yours nope. down south. No. Not in Virginia Beach, no. Then he called in like a, 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 like an hour later. I don't know if he forgot that he called. <laughs> but then this came in. Hey, guys. This is John from Virginia Beach. You hear that? He, he's talking like he hasn't called us before. Maybe he wants to do a second take and he wants you to choose the better. Love the, the 60 seconds or less with Jay. It was really nice. He got really enthusiastic for that pod. He's fucking calling in just to talk about how much he loves Jay. <laughs> yeah, this can't over. be real. <laughs> it's not anybody yeah, I know, that's for sure. Oh, and then just like, uh, you know, great show as always, guys. Um, love keeping it up. It always, I don't have a lot of people to talk to that are Knicks fans. Or I have no one to talk to. But hearing you guys just shoot the shit every week, it's really, really makes uh, makes my day. But uh, peace, guys. So you guys are all staying safe. Wow. Thank you, John. I think I can speak for all of us. We really needed that, those words of encouragement. <laughs> because this was a hard week. It was time to really you know, come to the realization of who we are. We are, what were we called this week? Clowns. Weekend warriors. We live in our mom's basement. Fat fucks. We've never been to a gym or even a gymboree, they said. <laughs> Casual Nick fans that don't watch the games. Idiots who just started a podcast and don't know what they're talking about. That's pretty true. Cannot deny that. And Damien Dotson himself called us miserable. He told us to get a life. Damien Dotson. Damien Dotson. Or I should just say Barry motherfucking D, actually. <laughs> On the last show, I think you all heard, we had some strong opinions about... I honestly think it was less about Damian Dotson and more about Knicks fans going crazy about players that aren't worth going crazy over. People like Damian Dotson. Right. That was the initial point. And I mean, let me start by saying maybe we got a little carried away in the bashing, Okay. <laughs> I'm not backtracking on what we said, but yeah, we got a little carried away. We were having a little bit of fun. 
And and I know Craig, it pissed you off when I tweeted that clip. Well, so here, so we do the show, and the next day Barry is always looking for ways to try and promote the show, and he gets a clip, that clip from the show where where I just start off going Damian Dotson, Damian <laughs> Dotson, and then we just start ripping on Damian Dotson. And, and it was look, part of a much bigger conversation. Hold on, okay. <laughs> Barry tweets this this clip out with this this adorable photo of Damian Dotson. I mean, <laughs> which is immediately hard to get over because it's this. It's got that smile. It's this black background. It's basically like a high school yearbook photo of Damian Dotson. And then a clip of me for 90% of it ripping on Damian Dotson. And Barry maybe chiming in at some point, but I don't even know if I got that far. I was so angry. And then, holy shit, did people react. There was some significant backlash. So Barry, what was your thought process when you posted that clip? Like you said, I look for an entertaining clip to tweet out, you know, from the episode. And it, honestly, it was between that one and like the Kyrie Irving KD segment that we spoke about as well. But I figured like you're always reading about that shit about KD and Kyrie. So I said, let me put the dots in thing. And it. it was not to goat him. OK, and it wasn't even to get like a huge reaction. It was honestly, I thought that was one of the more entertaining parts of the show. That's what it came down to, you know, and funny enough, you know, or ironically enough, it, it totally like proved the point of what that segment was was just that like the emotion that people discuss this on social media about Damian Dotson. And I've praised Damian Dotson in the past, this particular season. I, I specifically remember like one of the games, the Knicks were down 20 points. Dotson comes in off the bench. The guy's hustling around like crazy. He's shooting the lights out, running all around the court. You know, so I've praised him before. And, you know, I didn't want it to come across as bashing him. I just posted that because I thought it was an entertaining clip. And I listened back to it. I stand by it. It's an entertaining clip. What do you want from me? Well, the photo was unnecessary. <laughs> okay, so here's that. In the past, when I've cut an audio segment, I usually have the audio going over the episode art. This episode art was a picture of Kevin Knox. And that segment had nothing to do with Kevin Knox. So I figured, you know, we're talking about Damian Dotson. Let me put his picture up. It's going to go with the photo. It wasn't to incite any more emotion or anything like that. It was just to go along with what we were talking to. I know you found it disrespectful. We know Dotson found it very disrespectful. I found it. I, I stand by what we said. I still think it's ridiculous to argue about Damian Dotson or to even talk about him. And a lot of the comments and the tweets and the in the in the replies and the mentions were how he should have gotten more playing time than Reggie Bullock and Wayne Ellington. I think you and I agree with that. Yeah, we don't disagree with that. Sure, of course, play him. I'm not saying he's he's a bad player. I'm just saying he's not great. Right, I think you said he's a <laughs> and he's, fine and player. I don't even know if he's good. He's fine. He's fine. And I know people like Alex from Posting and Toasting who we've hung out with. A few times. It's not like we're we're all buddies, but we've hung out with them, and we have a decent relationship when we hang out. I know we we went a little back and forth because he was he made a comment like you know that was a yikes take or something something some weird comment like right that. yeah right it was a bad it was a bad take you know and, he, and he's you know he and, did and he uh... called Dotson legit good quote legit good I I don't know what his definition of legit good exactly is this is what Alex said. I don't think it's unreasonable to point out that Knicks fans comically latch on to and debate vigorously about decent to bad players. Okay. Which is the category that I put Damian Dotson in. But he says Damian Dotson is legit good. And a bad example of that because I think any NBA roster would take a player like him. Okay. So I wrote, hold on. So then I wrote legit good. Come on. He's legit okay. Maybe. And then he wrote, nah, man, he's actually good because he's a movement shooter, good defender, above average rebounder for a guard. 
and he had improved ball handling this year. That's what makes a good player. Seriously. And the whole 3 and D argument that everyone says, he was a 3 and D player. Because he's an average three-point player, and he's not awful on defense. He's pretty good at D. <laughs> that makes him so good. I mean, you kind of hit the nail on the head. He's an average three-point shooter. The, the league average this year was .357. He comes in at just about 36%. Okay, so he's right there. And 42% field goal percentage. And he averaged 7.8 points per game. And you want to give him the benefit of the doubt and give him his, his per 36 numbers. We're at 13.9, all right? So you got 42% from the field, 36% from three, and a 13.9 per 36. Now listen to these stats of a guy who just got waived by the Knicks. 45% from the field, 38% career three-point percentage, and 17.5 points per 36 in Alonzo Trier. And he just got waived by the Knicks. That's how great they thought of him. And you're going to stick up for Dotson like this? Like, you know, like he's the, you know, beyond all can't give up on this guy look again i i I, see this is this is not going where i wanted to go because it's not because i repeat we do not dislike damian dotson we don't don't think he's a bad player he's a he's He's a good solid player he's good he's fine i don't know if he's good i don't know if i would say he's good he played two of the last like eight or ten games for the knicks and it's funny because everyone says, like, it's funny because these are probably all the same people who want Mike Miller back, yet they bitch about the coaching staff fucking up with Damian Dotson not giving enough play. That's a great point. Well, which one is it? Played two games over the final eight to ten games or whatever it is. Listen, I'm not going to—Barry and I never pretend—I know Jason doesn't pretend to be this—super analytical. We don't pretend like we would know how to coach the team. We just tell you how we see it. Damian Dotson isn't getting a lot of playing time on a shitty team, and his— his three-point percentages are, are average at best. And we're invested in this team, not just because of the podcast. We're invested in the Knicks, okay? So don't tell me we, we can't have an opinion. And, and, and just like, you know, in an hour-and-a-half conversation that we're having while we're recording an episode that we can't fly into something. And, and excuse us for trying to give you an entertaining show at times <laughs> that we can't use hyperbole and get a little, you know, passionate about things. What, what drives me a little crazy is that all season long, Knicks fans can rip apart Frank Nilakina, can rip apart Bobby Portis, Julius Randle, Alfred Payton. Whoever the fuck they want to rip apart, they can, and nobody reacts. And maybe for Frank, in Frank's defense, people react, but not like this. And this is Damian Dotson, and one of the arguments was, he's such a good guy. Is he? I don't know. Maybe he is. Maybe you want to look into his past, how good of a guy he is. But it has nothing to do with whether someone's a good guy. He could be the greatest guy in the world. We could still say that he's an okay player. And sorry, Damien, because I know you're listening to this, because obviously you've got nothing fucking better to do, especially since Barry's going to tweet this out tomorrow. <laughs> I'm sorry, Damien, but you're not that good. All right, you're not going out there on the court. You're not even earning consistent playing time with one of the worst teams in the league. And you've been here for several years now. Don't sit here and get that pissed off at us that we say you're not that good. No, you're not that good. You know you're not that good. And you want to listen to all these Knicks fans kissing your ass. They're just tweeting at you because they they want to support you and get you to respond to them and they want you to like them. All right? And they're backing you up, telling us that we're sitting at our in our basements on the couch and we never go to gyms or gymberies. I've been to <laughs> lots of fucking gymberies in my life. Honestly, the whole reaction that occurred completely proved the point that you're making in the first place. It proved the entire yeah. point. And, I mean, and maybe just... we're part of the fucking problem, to be honest. We've been talking about it for like 10 plus minutes now. We've been talking about Damian Dotson for 10 minutes. Damian Dotson. He's not even that good. Are we going into this again? Barry, you'll post this. <laughs>
This is the kind of anger that we received. You guys ready? Oh, let's see. This hear is it. a voicemail that came in. One example of the thousands of voicemails we received. <laughs> so many, we couldn't even listen to them all. Where is it? I, I labeled it Angry Dotson Caller. <laughs> now, I apologize, but this is going to be hard to understand. If I could subtitle it, I would, but this is a podcast. Hello, I just want to tell you that... Uh... By the way, this is not Jason. I, I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> is it you, Jason? Is this you? No, th that's not okay. me. <laughs> it does sound like a bad Jason accent. No, I stick to, like, European accents. That's more my wheelhouse. Isn't this French, this accent? I don't think so. Hello, I uh, just want to tell you that uh, your uh, video you posted up is uh, fucking shit. And uh, your takes are shit. Because you know you're saying uh, Dotson is a uh, Kobe. You know you're saying that. But a 3D player in the NBA is very, very valuable. And um, should the... Uh, 33-year-old Wayne uh, Ellington or a uh, 30-year-old Bullock gets more minutes than uh, a 24-year-old guy with a contract versus two 30-year-olds that don't even have a contract next season? Make no sense. So uh, your video is very shit. Your video is very shit? You're two old white shit. We're two old something. I have no idea. I think we're I two think old white. white shits. Yeah. He called us two old white shits. You, you fucking racist motherfucker. Yeah, that was definitely. See, that's why he called I, us I white think, shits. Like that isn't. This sounds like Middle Eastern. It could be Israeli or something in that region to me. This doesn't sound like French to me. We were we were debating at at Bar Barry's Barbecue whether this might be Tom from the French Knicks podcast. No, absolutely not. No, I think that's still possible. Possible. Yeah. <laughs> You're two old white shits. <laughs> Two old what? Two old white shits. Yeah. I kept hearing two old bike sheds. No. <laughs> that is not what he said. Your two old white sheds in the basement of your mom's house in quarantine. No good. <laughs> two old white shits in the basement of your mom's during quarantine. No good. Well, thank you. Very kind words out of you. You should get a podcast because I think people would love it. Right, guys? <laughs> and then the morning after it, it couldn't end after just one night I, I gotta say like I had a great time watching it all unfold live just <laughs> with all the text going back and forth I'll yeah. be honest we've, we've talked about this way too much it ruins my fucking night that <laughs> night I, it was like that was Tuesday was night or Wednesday night that was Wednesday night. Dude, I was I'm, out. I'm trying to put, hold on I'm tr you were out for your anniversary I know yeah a very nice we were dinner all we were all texting 15th wedding anniversary were you out for dinner when we were texting uh, we were texting. I, I had gotten home from dinner at that point. I was out at dinner when Dotson uh, tweeted, uh, retweeted it twice. Oh no! So we ruined the whole mood, did we? I was like, I was trying to put my kids to bed, and we, we were trying to get stuff done, and I was just walking around miserable. I was just like, "Fucking Barry, how could he put a tweet out like that?" Let me say, the only re I deleted that tweet because you asked me to. I mean, I, I like I said before, I thought it was fuck. I thought it was. Even though I stand by what we said, it was a disrespectful tweet right? because of the photo and, and the fact that taken out of context, it really sounds like we spent three minutes just ripping on Dotson. All right, well, we can't talk about this forever. And uh, it's Damian Dotson, so we should move on. But the Knicks, you know, 
the one beautiful thing is is the Knicks noticed, and the next morning, their first tweet of the day was a photo of Damien and a little emoji shouting, and then it just said whole team hashtag whole team dot. <laughs> So the Knicks have nothing better to do, too, than listen to It's a Hard Knicks Life. All right, Barry, you had a pretty successful year betting this this season, right? You bet so well that you got us floor seats at the Garden. That's right. I had an overall record of 68 and 49. I finished the season up two grand. And yeah, they they paid for our floor seats. But there sounds like there is room for improvement. And we've got some exciting news. Today's show is sponsored by Betting Gods. How lucky are we to have this new sponsor, guys? Very lucky. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the truth is our listeners are the lucky ones because Betting Gods is one of the best-known tipster networks across the globe, and they represent some of the best tipsters in the business. And now, thanks to them, It's a Hard Knicks Life listeners can get access to completely free betting tips every day without paying a penny. All you need to do is visit bettinggods.com backslash hardknickslife. Barry, it's free. So you get to sign up, and I believe every day they give you tips that you can bet on. Nice. All right, guys, here we go again. Every offseason. It's not the offseason, but for us, it's the offseason. The trade rumors are swirling, and we can't even make trades for months. So this is going to be a long offseason when we eventually get to it, but we're hearing a lot of chatter right now about Damian Lillard. If he were to, to request a trade, it might be the Lakers or the Knicks. Donovan Mitchell and his ties to Leon Rose and Worldwide West. Now we got Devin Booker joining the crowd as a potential trade target. Photos been floating around of Leon Rose and Devin Booker when I, I think Devin was signing his first big contract, which wasn't too long ago. Yeah, that five-year 150 plus million dollar deal he was with Rose. So now we got Knicks fans can take a little attention away from Damian Dotson, thank God, and they can dream about the latest Devin Booker. It's funny, on the last show, Barry said he didn't want Devin Booker anywhere near this team because he just doesn't like him. I, I don't know if those are my words. I did say I didn't like him. Who would you rather have on the team, Devin Booker or Damian Dotson? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Great question. I've been giving it some thought. And yes, I said I don't like Devin Booker because I you know, I thought he seemed like kind of a jerk. But I've been thinking about it. And I mean, the guy's 23 years old. You know how many jerks are just jerks because they're 23? And, you know, they just need to grow up a little bit in the world. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. And I mean, come on. The guy's skills compared to any of those other players you just mentioned, you know, maybe Damian Lillard aside. But he's got, you know, the youth and, you know, the the... The growth potential in front of this kid is unreal. He's sick talent. Got so many skills. So, yeah, I would take Devin Booker, please. Did you see Ian Begley's tweet about this, though? He he, he reached out to some, like, another team's high-ranking exec and asked about the possibility of the Knicks trading for Devin Booker and what was the response? LOL. LOL. So, Knicks fans, let that put it put everything in perspective. You know, don't expect any of these rumors to come true. Right. But hey, where Damian Lillard flat out came out and said that, you know, it's all just people, you know, talking shit because there's nothing else to talk about. I didn't hear any comment like that from Booker. He's been quiet. So I'll take that. Well, also, I don't think you hear that much from Booker in general. Lillard definitely has a presence on social media. Right. But yeah, I mean, obviously Booker, he's, he's fucking still just 23 years old, averaged 26 plus points a game the last two seasons. At 23, good three-point shooter, almost seven assists a game the past two seasons. He doesn't just score, pulls in a few boards. He's a good all-around player. I, th- I think it's funny because Knicks fans, 
when you read these rumors, listen, they may or may, they, they will probably likely not happen. Whether it's Donovan Mitchell, Damian Lillard, or Devin Booker. Listen, it's not going to happen. But it is funny. I see Knicks fans tweeting. And Barry, are you okay? Because you're looking <laughs> like you're seeing a ghost behind you. Yeah, is that, was there a weird... I, I've got noises <laughs> Barry just turned his head and made this... There's noises. Are people awake in your house? Yeah, my, my uh, brother-in-law is visiting from Boston, so I think he's still talking to my wife upstairs. Oh, no, no. What was that? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's noises going on. <laughs> oh, no. How are you supposed to focus on our show here? What was I saying? Now this distracted me. Thank you. Yeah, it's probably not going to happen. It's probably not going to happen. But it's funny how... Knicks fans are going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it for the next three, four months until free agency is over and until, until that window when these types of trades actually happen is over. But I see Knicks fans tweeting like, I'd rather have Donovan Mitchell when the under Booker stuff or I'd rather have Lillard. I'd rather have this guy. I'd rather have that guy. Are you fucking kidding me? Stop it. Just be happy. If we get any of these guys, exactly. just be happy about it. Exactly. Give me a break. We don't need to argue like, oh, I'd rather have Donovan Mitchell. Okay. If we get Devin Booker, you're going to complain that you would have rather had Donovan Mitchell. We're not getting any of these guys. If we got one, we we should be happy. And this is, by the way, this is just what the media does to us every offseason. Everyone has said it. You know, it's not that this is not the first time you're hearing it, but they put out a story about how, you know, we might get Booker, we might get Lillard, we might get Mitchell. Knicks fans start tweeting out photos of these guys in Knicks jerseys getting their hopes up. And then we don't get them, and then everyone laughs at the Knicks and the Knicks fans about how pitiful we are that we can never land a big star when there was literally no shot in the first place. That's right. And then 10 years from now, we'll hear a story about how we were the first choice of a particular player. (laughs) Exactly. But then it fell through when they met with James Dolan. There you go. And then we'll rehash the whole thing all over again, you know, 10 years later. All right, Barry. Well, we had had a fabulous time in your 4th of July bash this weekend. Oh, good. Me too. Best part was that crumb cake, right, Jay? Yes, it was It was incredible. We were all shooting some hoops in the driveway. We escaped the, the, the chaos of the kids. When in the front, we're shooting around. Me and Barry were shooting around. Jay is just, he can't stop thinking about and worrying about when dessert's coming. He's like peeking over the fence. He's like, I, th- I, think, they, I think they put it out. Well, because I- they started bringing out the dessert and nobody was supposed to touch it. But some of the kids just started going at it before... It was really officially, you know, dessert time. So I was getting nervous. <laughs> I could not. You're that worried about the dessert? I was worried about, it wasn't the dessert. These kids are it little. Was, they're not going to eat at all. It was the, first of all, there were 10 children, okay? And children are animals. So we're, we're not talking about like there were three or four kids. There were 10 kids. That's a lot of kids. They could, you know, destroy a dessert in a matter of seconds if, if left unattended. That's true. So. So Barry did get that Clarkson Avenue crumb cake. The, what was it called? It's called a campfire. It's called campfire. I've been told that, that my Clarkson Avenue crumb cake ads have not been up to par lately. And someone really liked Jay's take on it last week. Or his, just his, I guess, your, you know, your passion. My passion for, for the crumb cake? Well, yeah, yeah, any dessert in general, ice cream, crumb cake, yes. dessert, you, it like lights a spark under you. That's when my ears perk up and, you know. So, I'm, Jay, go. You, I told you you were going to do this Clarkson Avenue crumb cake read. Tell us about that. Tell us about that flavor crumb cake we had and tell everyone where they can get some. Yeah, right, t- so take I'll, the keys, Jay, and drive okay. this at home. All right. So uh, 
It's a hard Nick's life, but for this ad, we like to say it's a crummy Nick's life. Hold on, on the at the barbecue, you told me this ad sucks. Yeah, you're gonna punch I, it up. Saying that, that's, and now that you're just not, reading the same exact all, thing. It's not what I said. Jake, you're fucking. You're gonna find your spot here. Don't read the ad. Just please look up and just tell us about that crumb cake that you had. You want me to talk about the crumb cake? This campfire crumb cake was essentially a s'more. Uh, masquerading as a crumb cake. I mean, it was spectacular. You know, in the ad last week when we were talking about what it says on the on the website, it talks about how they inject a marshmallow cream. I mean, this thing had marshmallow cream like oozing out of it from the the moist <laughs> chocolate cake. To, and it was oozing down Jason's chin to the <laughs> to the marshmallow cream to the the graham cracker crumbs. Which I don't know if you're aware of this. There is a graham cracker shortage. Apparently, this was an incredible. I mean, you tweeted out the picture. You saw what we did to that cake. I mean, it was destroyed. How many slices of that did you have? I would say I had more crumb cake than any of the other desserts, and I ate a lot of basically all of the desserts. And and me, Jay, and Barry, we were not alone. The kids were loving this cake. The moms were loving this cake. There was only one two-year-old who didn't love it, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he just has no idea what's going on anyway. But Chris's kid, like, he was like, I want a piece that looks so good. And then they gave him one. He walked away with it, and he comes running back. He's like, this is this is not good, and <laughs> threw it back at us. But I'll tell you, every single other person at that party could not stop eating that thing. So thank you, Clarkson Avenue. Thank you for being a sponsor. You can go to www.clarksonav.com, and you can order that or anything else. Use the promo code HARDNIXLIFE for 23% off your order. Yeah, and that's that's the special flavor for July. Any order of $35 or more for that, it's free shipping. It was a spectacular crumb cake. Okay, and there was some other news this week that the Knicks, you know, everybody got on the Knicks for this, and then I think they realized it was, wasn't really much of a big deal, but the Knicks have been talked about lately as being part of a second bubble. Can't even get the first bubble going, and we're hearing about a second bubble where the teams that are left out of the first bubble would hold their practices, play scrimmages against the other teams. I heard that could be in Chicago, but the Knicks were supposed to be part of a conference call about it this past week, and we're a no-show. Because apparently they were interviewing Jason Kidd for the head coaching position, and they already had that interview lined up. So for whatever reason, guys, I don't know if it's because the Knicks don't want to be in that second bubble, and that report has come out, and they're just not that interested in being, so why be on the call? Or if it really was because they were interviewing Jason Kidd, I find that to be a ridiculous excuse because there's got to be someone in that organization that was not talking to Jason Kidd at that moment. Barry, what's your take on this? Is it is it even worth talking about? I mean, it's worth talking about only because there's nothing else to talk about, essentially. So it's something. So why not address it, right? Uh, I mean, the call was intended for GMs, okay? So I can understand if Scott Perry... You know, had that video interview with Kid lined up, and I think apparently had an, another interview lined up that day. But you're right; at least put somebody on the call. I mean, you're the only team out of those eight that's not on the call. It's, it's bizarre because uh, I mean, even Leon Rose mentioned, you know, about the other team activities, you know, uh, segment that he thought you know was intriguing. You know, to get some play for these guys to see what he had with these guys, the new players they just signed, get them some burn. So it is odd that they wouldn't have somebody on the call. And I know this was a preliminary call. It wasn't really anything structured, but they still wanted to, you know, present everything to the teams, get the team's reactions. And yeah, why not have somebody on there just even if they're listening in to take notes? It's kind of bizarre. Listen, I mean, at first when I saw that report, I got excited because I miss I miss Nick's basketball. 
But I don't understand the second bubble, and I don't understand why they're doing it after I really thought about it. I mean, to put these players at risk to go into a second bubble, to play in meaningless games, and well, to practice. Look, I mean, I, they can, I, the Knicks can practice here in New York. Right, but they, they, they really want to give them an opportunity to at least get some real scrimmage, some real action. I mean, yes, where the Knicks have been out of it sooner than you know majority of the other teams because they didn't make the playoffs, yes. But, I mean, you got 22 other teams that are going to be playing, at least in some capacity, and what the Knicks are going to sit out for eight months without playing any five-on-five ball, and, and it's that's not a competitive disadvantage for sure. Yeah, so I mean, I get the the idea of it and the scope of it. It's just you know the NBA is trying to put the teams in their league in the best position that's going to keep everybody safe, and you know this was their idea. But who knows if any of this is going to go down? Last week we posed a question to the fans. We said we want to get some voicemails back. We we definitely got voicemails this week. Some because of the controversy, and some responding to our question about whether the Knicks were in be- are in better shape now after having not signed Kyrie and KD, or if they would have been in better shape having signed those two high profile guys. So let's play some of those guys. What's up, guys? It's James from Queens over here. Are you guys kidding me? Did you guys just fucking ask if we would be better or? Or with with Kyrie or KD, those fucking assholes would have had a screw. We would have been a fucking mockery ten times worse than we were this year. This fucking asshole KD and his fucking mad climbing over here, they would have fucking... I, I don't even know what they would have done. They would have been headlines every other fucking day. Worst of all, Fizzell would have still been here. David fucking fuckface Fizzell. Also, one more thing. Barry, what the fuck is up with your fucking series? Why the fuck did you take the girl off? That is just fucking weird. Barry, do you want to respond to that before I continue? Why did you make the Siri uh, a boy voice? I, uh, can, I, you, can we hear that again just British, to remind the it's listeners? It's a British dude, right? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a British dude. Can you say hi to Siri for us? Yeah. Hey, Siri, remind me to tell Jason that he's a fuckface tomorrow okay your reminder is set for tomorrow so yeah barry what if what is up with that to me i feel yeah it's a british accent number one but i feel like i have like a a a butler when i talk to my siri it makes me feel (laughs) important i have like an assistant a butler (laughs) and i prefer it to the female siri that that's you know Uh, james i think that's a i think that's a perfect response jay garcia you're doing a little better but oh this is for you jay for some reason, James is calling you Jay Garcia, which I don't I don't dislike. So maybe we should consider that. <laughs> We're just going to go with whatever comes up every week. Let's change it to Jay Garcia. Jay Garcia. Jay Garcia, you're doing a little better, but I mean, kind of just like not really like what we're used to. You know, Barry's very colorful and, you know, mm. you know, it's just it's just you're very you're very I don't know how to explain it, man. Like the passion, man. It's the passion, man. The fuck, Jay. What the fuck? All right, see you guys later. <laughs> At least he didn't call you a fuck face, Jay. I mean, he couldn't even put into words and, what he's feeling about. And it you. sounds like the jury's still out, so you haven't you haven't lost him. Listen, I'm just finding. I'm trying to find my way. You know? Virginia Beach loves you. Queens, not, not so much. So much. <laughs> And then we had another one. Oh, this is John. John continued. Why not? You're going to call in that many times to the show. We're going to, uh, we're going to hear what you have to say. Yeah, I say give him his time. <laughs> I liked him. 
I just wanted to say about the question you said about whether or not we'd be we're better off at, right, as of right now without KD and Kyrie. Um, I 100% agree. At the beginning of the season, when everything started or when we missed out on them, I was devastated. I thought we were going to be shit for the next like five years, and the Nets were going to be these guys. But like seeing as how it turned out with Ky- Kyrie being injured uh, on and off again, and how KD uh, is not even going to come back. I say we're in a great position. Imagine if like Kyrie somehow put us in the playoff contention, and then now we're we're out of lot the lottery, and we have to deal with like like a really high like a higher lottery pick, like a thirteenth overall pick, as opposed to right now we're at seventh. I just think we're we're in such a we're in a much better position with Kyrie, and plus like you and all the jokes that the big media is going to make that like oh the Knicks fans are so dumb signing the two most crazy players in the NBA. But yeah, we are. I agree with you, all you guys that say we're we're much better off without them. Uh, and, you know, great show as always, guys. Um, love keeping it up. It always. I don't have a lot of people to talk to that are Knicks fans. I have no one to talk to. All right, you heard that already. Hey Siri, remind me to ask Knicks fans next season if they're better off without KD and Kyrie when they're each scoring over thirty points a game and they're making a finals run. Okay. I'll remind you to ask Nick fans if they're better off without KD and Kyrie when the Reds scoring over 30 points He's a really going to fucking say the whole thing. Run. Wow. When would you like to be reminded? <laughs> Next fucking season. I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> you you shouldn't have to respond to that. British butler. Yeah. No, but uh, for the record, like I said, you know, last week, yeah, no, I think the Knicks are much better off without them. All right, everybody hears that music. It is time. This is the moment we've all been waiting for. This is the news with Jay Garcia, <laughs> a.k.a. J. Edgar Hooper. Awesome. You got 60 seconds, Jay. All right, so I'm going to start off like I have the last couple of weeks just by giving you the new COVID cases in Florida uh, between yesterday and today. 7,347 in the great state of Florida. So is this going to happen? Uh, I have no idea. You had a number of new players today. Uh, I know the last couple of days opting out. Bradley Beal out. Kelly Oubre's uh, out. Um, Torian Prince of the Nets has tested positive for COVID, so they're down like three or four people at this point. Um, who else? I know that a bunch of the uh, organizations, the the Nuggets, the Clippers, the Heat, the the Kings, they've had to close down practice facilities because members of their traveling parties have come down with uh, COVID. So, you know, the idea is still to start in 23 days. Whether or not that's actually going to happen, uh, I, I don't see it happening. But oh, LaMarcus Aldridge is out also. LaMarcus uh, Aldridge is out. Yeah. Uh, I'll, did I say Victor Oladipo? Oh, there you have it, Jay. <laughs> what a wonderful news segment from you. No, no problem. I, I, I do it. Did again. you get it all in there? Uh... Well, no, I, I had some other Adam Silver stuff, but it's good. It's good. <laughs> and you, you, you did that last week too. Yeah, you I know. Adam Silver because I leave him after. for the end. Because I mean, he's not the important stuff. Did you see the uh, court? Did you see the photo of the courts in Orlando? No, it's pretty cool. They they basically brought the home courts into one like ballroom in the hotel. Interesting. So right next to each other, you got like the Magic Court, the Lakers Court. Yeah, it's like last last week there was a banquet. You know, in the fucking conference room. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like bagels and donuts. They got, yeah, they had a bar Some mitzvah, stupid seminar. And now they're having, yeah. now LeBron's coming to try <laughs> right. to win a championship. Do some crazy alley-oop dunks. 
In the same place where people are learning how to save in their 401k. <laughs> All right, guys, that's going to do it for today's show. Remember, you can reach out to us. It's a hardnextlife at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at hardnextlife. You can follow Barry at Barry Dworkin. And you can follow J. Edgar Hooper at J, the letter, and then Edgar Hooper. Send us all the hate tweets you want about Damian Dotson. We'll be up all night listening. <laughs> or reading, sorry. If you like our show, please go onto iTunes, leave us a five-star rating, or leave us a review. And if you want to call in, you can call us. At 516 516- 33 mesh one thank you to our sponsors betting gods and clarkson avenue crumb cake company and most of all thank you to jay yeah jay thank you it's really you did a great job today i just wow we didn't beat up on you at all and it, it really it wouldn't be the same without you here that's really sweet of you to say I really and, and and other than virginians the rest of the country is going to come around on you too jay was loving this past week when all the hate was coming my and your way about Damian Dotson, and he—he's probably the least hated one on this show. I'm right brand now. new. He's, he eased on by. I wasn't the one ranting about Damian Dotson. He, did you know there are three Knicks who didn't start even one game last season? Oh, here we go. Who are they? Ignis Bragdakis. Yeah, that's one. Kadeem Allen. Kadeem Allen. That's two. That's two. And Damian Dotson. Well, clearly, they don't value three and D here in New York. Whatever, we're going to really end it with Damian Dotson to slander, huh? Doesn't we haven't learned our lesson. All right, guys, until next time, it is a hard. Nick's. Life. Jay, it's it, life. But, yeah, life. Like, like, say, like some. Life. You sound so sad. With an you L. Want people to come Jason, back. With, with life. It's all, guys, until next time, it is a hard. Nick's. Life. No, it's, you got to say, it's a hard. Nick's life. Right. That's it. That's it. I said life. All right, Jay, why don't you do it until next time, Mr. Hard? <laughs> you do that. Say what now? Until next time? <laughs> until next time, it is a hard. Nix. No, no, Jet <laughs> Barry, you fucking idiot. <laughs> until next time, it's a hard. Do I still say Nix? All right. Good night, guys. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.